Welcome everybody to our second episode of the Halloween. If you've been following along with us at hashtag Halloween, you know that Brittany has half the wheel, I have half the wheel. That's 12 picks each. And we spin, scratch, and see what we're going to watch. The first episode we watched four movies, and now we watched another four. So, Brittany Hello. is here along with me. I'm Matt, and we're Saved by the Credits podcast. Exclamation you didn't point. say it correctly. Should I start over? No. Uh, How do we save all the credits podcast? You can follow along with us at all of our socials at Save by the Cred. Yeah, on, on Insta, Insta on Twitter. Facebook, on Twitter. And if you really want to follow on for some more fun stuff, you go to Bernie's TikTok at the Great Brit. That's, That's right. Exactly how you said it when I edited the last podcast. Is so. that how I said it? Yeah, at the Great Brit. At the Great Brit. At the Great Brit on TikTok. So. Yeah, because I've been posting all of our wheel spins there yes. as well. And we've been having fun with the wheel. Um, we've been having a time with the wheel. Yes. Yes. There's definitely a movie on here that she did warn me that there's going to be a few movies on here I would not be happy about. And then I scratched and then I, it was revealed and you watched the video of the spin. I was not a happy camper. And we'll discuss that movie tonight on our Halloween part two. Halloween part two. Yeah. Halloween part two. More Halloween. Oh my gosh. I don't know. Well, it's working title. We're talking about four movies on this episode and we're going to go in order of our spins. And at the end of the episode, we'll go over what the critics rated the movie. And we'll just talk a little bit about each one. I guess it will all depend on our love hate relationship of said movie. So let's go with the first movie we watched from 1995. It is a kids and family fantasy film, Casper. The Friendly Ghost. Universal Pictures and Amblin Entertainment present... Casper, no, wall, human. Casper. <sighs> Sorry. Rated PG. Haunting season begins Friday at theaters everywhere. So this is one of your favorite movies as a child, correct? It was one of my favorite movies as a child because I had a crush on that actor who played Casper. Although, I'm not sure if he did the voice also or he was just like when Casper turned into a, a, a human near the end. I don't know. Um, yeah, I had a crush on that on that kid. He's also from Little Giants and apparently from Idle Hands. Yay. Yay. It all connects. And then, of course, we have the one... The only Christina Ricci. She's in a lot of her movies. She well, yeah, well, she was like on the map when she was Wednesday um, Adams in the Adams family, but she plays Cat and Casper. Cat, mm-hmm. yes, Catherine or yes. something. And then you got Bill Pullman's in it. Um, who else you got? I'm trying to think. By thinking, I mean I'm scrolling Wikipedia. Who makes a cameo? Oh, my God. The best cameo in the history of kids' Halloween movies. And the well, we talk about the plot really quick. It's a, it's an old, haunted, scary house. Is that she right? She no, heard that there is treasure in the house. That's right. And so she goes to the house, but the house is haunted. So she has to try 
to get rid of the ghost so she can go find the treasure in the house. And she gets like a priest to come. Well, that didn't work out. The priest did not work. That's correct. No. And your cameo. Yes. Was also there trying to rid the ghost. Dan Aykroyd as Mr. Ray Stans of the Ghostbusters in full Ghostbusters gear. Proton pack and all. And he ran out of those front steps and he said. Who are you going to call? Someone else. Someone else. else. It was so great. I think when I was a kid and I saw that, it probably blew my mind. Probably. Yes. Overall, I still enjoyed it from what I remember because I might have so the No, no, no. Bill Pullman's character yeah. and the daughter, uh, he is like a therapist or psychologist or whatever. And he studies, I don't know what he exactly he studies, something with the paranormal and ghosts and all that stuff. So they come to live there and quickly find out that it is haunted. But they kind of get along with the ghost. And he's also kind of looking for the ghost of his dead wife. Which was like kind of dark. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. So that's kind of just like the basic plot as to why they're living there. And then like Casper befriends Cat. Right. Because Casper is, big shocker, the friendliest ghost you could ever meet. And he has three uncles. Yeah. Fatso, Stretch, and Stinky. Stinky. Yeah. There's another cameo that I completely forgot about. When I think it's Bill Pullman's character or somebody's in the bathroom and they're looking in the mirror and then they turn into uh, three people, three very famous people, especially in the 90s, was Mel Gibson, Rodney Dangerfield, and Clint Eastwood. Yep. And the skeleton from... No. Yes, Cri- the, the Crypt Keep- Keeper. <laughs> so anyway, that, that was fun. Did, did you enjoy it? I did. I was sleeping a lot. I'm sorry. We watched it late. Did I still liked it? I was entertained by it. I knew everything that was going to happen before it happened because I apparently watched it a lot. But I haven't watched it in a while, so it was like, oh, I I remember this. The, re- the effects weren't bad for '95 either. Yeah, it was. It was what it was, but it. Still the you know the creepy spooky like. I'm assuming on. anyone who's listening to this has also watched Casper. Oh yeah. Um, if you haven't watched it in a while, go back and give it a shot. Yeah. Tell us what you think. And if you haven't watched Casper, what have you been doing with your life? Right. I mean, I do remember the sequels. Do not watch the sequels. <laughs> Spirit of Beginning. With Hilary Duff? Or is that No, the- that's when Casper meets Wendy. When uh, Casper meets Wendy. She's Wendy the Witch. She yes. Is. But yeah, I have two quick Casper stories. Go ahead. My first Casper story is, um, I think it was Pizza Hut had like these like hand puppets of Casper and the three uncles. It could have been for one of the sequels, but I had Casper hundred percent. I'll have to show you a photo of that. We didn't have pizza huts near us growing up. I don't got that for you. And what's your second? My second story is pretty good. I saw this in a movie theater as a kid. So 95, I was eight. We walk in this movie theater. We go to the ticket taker, AMC Woodhaven, right? 1995. And the ticket taker, is our substitute teacher that like everybody was scared of and it blew our minds that like he was also working at the AMC theater and also substitute teaching. And we were scared to go up and give him like our tickets because 
Nowadays, you just scan a QR code on your phone. But back then, there was actual physical tickets they had to rip and put them into their little, you know, thing. Number one, I wish I had that power over children. Not necessarily, I don't want them to be afraid of me, but I want I want some of that authority. Number two, teachers don't make a lot of money. So, yeah, I understand that. Yeah, so we were just shocked because we just assumed that they worked at the school, so... Yeah, here's the uh, the hand puppets. I Casper. That's a puppet. Yeah, it was made out of like rubber or plastic. Okay. So, anyways, so like Britt said, definitely check out Casper if you haven't watched it in a while, uh, especially for for the kids. You know, I I feel like it still can kind of hold up today. It, it, it I mean, will, check the rating. I don't know what it's rated. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get into a that. PG um, something something. Probably rated PG. Second spin of this episode. The second movie we're going to discuss. Perfect. Is. Is. Jennifer's body. Mm. <laughs> and they left her for dead. They killed you. I'm still here, aren't I? Something inside Jennifer was unleashed. I'm not going to bite you. Jennifer's body. You want it? Rated R. Now, it's from 2009. Which is like my area of right. movies we that I like. I talking about that. <laughs> so, 2009's Jennifer's Body is a horror slash comedy. I don't know if you realize that. That's what it says. Mm. And yes, we watched it. It's the first time. It's the second time I've watched it. First time I watched it since it came out. So I did watch it back in 2009. I, you know, it, it was Megan Fox and it was a horror movie. She was right off the like celebrity of being in Transformers. She's like the new it girl of Hollywood, <laughs> which didn't really last too long. Did she I had, watch it back she, in 2009? I don't know. I didn't know you yet. I don't know. Oh, wait, yeah, I did. <laughs> we knew each other in 2008. 2008. So for those of you who don't know, the basic plot of Jennifer's body is... Uh, Oh, my gosh. They go to this concert, right? Oh, my God. I love that part. Go ahead. They go to this concert, and there's a stupid band playing. And they're like, why Listen. is this stupid band playing in this, such a small town in a dive bar? Listen. This but whatever. Stupid band had Adam Brody in it. Adam Brody's amazing. Continue. Anyway, this stupid band, um, they wanted fame. Wait. What's the name of the stupid band? I don't care. I do remember that, and I don't have to look at this. It's Low Shoulder. Low shoulder. They had right, low shoulder sucked. sign. It was so many jokes. That was great. Anyway, low shoulder wanted fame. So they heard of this ceremony. Uh, they have to sacrifice a virgin right. with some sort of knife. And that they say some sort of chant or whatever, prayer, and they'll get fame. They kind of convinced Jennifer who is played by Megan Fox, to come with them. They murder her. In and the van. do uh, Yeah. No, it, no, in like the woods. It, it was not in the van. Well, they take her in the van first, and they take her to the woods. Are you sure? Yes, I remember Did you watch? I, rem- I watched that movie 100%. Oh, my God. Okay, uh, guys. Now, now I remember everything. Guys. Did he watch the movie? Because I don't think he did. No, I did. I was. I didn't pay attention to Casper, but I did. Well, watch guess this. what? She wasn't a virgin, like they Shocker. thought she was. So it didn't work. Why did? So she became possessed by a demon or something. Now, my question is: So Megan Fox 
and Jennifer and her best friend, which is played by Amanda Seyfried. They obviously try to make her look more like a virgin. Uh, so I'm trying to figure out why they picked Megan Fox over her. It just didn't make any sense. Are you are you being like you're judging somebody based on their looks? No, but in the movie they're playing up that she's like the safe one and everything like that. And they have Megan Fox like hanging out everything. It's just that's it's it's just it's very weird. Well, they straight up asked her if she was a virgin and she said yes. That's a good point. Okay. But right, after she gets after she transforms into whatever this is, like she comes back. And starts eating. Remember, she ate that like whole chicken, and yeah. was throwing up that like black bile and and bleh. yeah, because she's gross. not supposed to eat chicken. She's supposed to eat blood. And she, yeah, and she starts getting a lot of blood. Mm-hmm. But lots of body counts. Yes, it's all like boys. Well, yeah, because she she's they, trying to get them alone, right? And then when she gets them alone, she takes advantage of them and gets their blood and. Especially Amanda Seyfried's boyfriend. Yeah. That whole part was crazy. In the pool, pool hall, eh. what do you want to call it? Like, I, I, don't, I don't consider it crazy. The gymnasium? No. I thought this movie was a lot better than I remembered. It's what eh. I'm trying to get at. Okay. The acting, the actual like plot maybe wasn't the best, mm. but the effects and everything else was I had a lot good. of issues while I was watching the movie. I don't remember what they are now, but I was, I was pretty... Pretty I, angry. I, I did hear you going like a lot. Mm-hmm. I know you're not biggest Meg, Megan Fox fan. I know a lot of people aren't, but I I think she did kind of okay, better than she did in Transformers. Now, what what's crazy to me is this was written by Diablo Cody, and she is the one that got on the map because she wrote Juno, which is funny because we also see J.K. Simmons in the movie as well, which I was shocked about, even though Britt knew exactly who it was. I did. Uh, yeah. And he had a hook for her hand. There was a lot of really weird things that weren't explained in this movie. And I think it was just, they were just trying to make it oddball, weird choices just because. A lot of pointless so, things. A right, lot of weird things. So, which is very similar to things that happened in Juno. So, I'm wondering if that's because of I feel like you can take or leave this movie. I don't think I'll watch it again. I think I'm, I'm, I, got, I got what I needed out of it. Right. I'm I, done. I, I think I'll watch it again eventually, but it's going to be a while. I don't think it's like a, a watch every year type of movie by any means necessary. No, no. I I would not be excited to watch it again. There's I mean, I can't really fault Megan Fox too much because it, the label that was put on her, you know, she they're flaunting her body in every freaking movie that she's in. She could she may be able to act really well yeah. in a serious role if they ever give her one. Uh, I do have to say, um, I know it's not on the wheel, but we did watch a horror movie with her recently that is new. That was all right. Uh, Till Death, I think it's called. Um, that was actually surprisingly good. And uh, for once, they didn't try to. I mean, she did wake up in full makeup, which was hilarious. Oh, my God. Her makeup was flawless in the entire movie. And like, uh, and she had blood on her face, which she wiped off and still had perfect makeup. Yeah. Uh, I just wonder. But I, I thought so her, it's like stuff yeah. like that that bothers me. Yeah. But that's not her choice. Is it, though? It, it could be. be. It might be in her, might be in her contract. Or something. But, like that yeah. she has to have full makeup on. At all times. <laughs> I wonder what she looks like without makeup. You probably don't want to know. 
It's what it she'll actually look like a normal person. Jennifer's body too. So Jennifer's body, take her to leave it. You're leaving it. Uh, maybe. I mean, I thought I thought it was definitely better. I remember watching it originally when it first came out. I thought it was absolute trash, and I was like, I'll never watch this again. And I changed my mind. I, I, I think it's okay. I think um, you're trash. No, trash is Wednesday nights. It's Monday nights. Yeah, are you actually going to do it this week? Yeah, I'm going to. Okay. Huh. <laughs> Up next, speaking of trash, <laughs> this was Brittany's pick. I don't think it's trash. I was very angry because I, before watching this, thought it is the worst remake in Hollywood and one of the worst horror movies of all time. The movie I'm talking about is the remake of A Nightmare on Elm Street from 2010. I'm having these dreams, and there's this man. He's trying to kill us in our dreams. Wake up! Oh, God. No, just me. A Nightmare on Elm Street starts April 30th. It's a great movie. Words. What? Yeah. What What do you mean it's a great movie? I think it's great. What's great about it? Everything. <laughs> Name three things that's great about it. Um, Number one. No, incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did. Oh, oh, no, I'll let you talk. Go I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> so that oh, memorable. The actress who plays. Rooney Mara. Rooney Mara? No. Okay. The blonde that you hate in every single movie. I don't hate in. her. It's just she plays the same character. Is it Katie Cassidy? Is that her name? I, I really don't think it is. know. She's, she's in a lot She has of a great stuff. scream. She had a good death. I mean, they were trying to recreate. <laughs> I thought you were going to say she had a good day. No, she had a good death. I mean, I liked it better. I liked that death better in the original Probably because I know how they did it with the moving, yes, the moving room. Uh, they she they for this one they kind of bounced her around all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Katie Cassidy, that's it. Katie Cassidy. Oh wow, she's in like everything. Wow, Brittany, I didn't realize she was in all this other stuff. She was in When Stranger Calls remake, which you love. Mm-hmm. She was in the Black Christmas first remake. Yeah, which is really she's good. in everything. We knew about Supernatural. We knew about Harper's Island. And then we knew that she was on Gossip Girl for a little bit. Yep. Yeah. There was a great scene at a diner. The diner scene is really good. And I've discussed this previously with others that that is the best part of the movie. And then it just goes downhill from there. It's like in the first couple minutes of the movie. Exactly. Yeah. I really like that a lot. You know, you got this guy, he can't sleep. He's at all, you know, all night diner. And then, you know, oh my God, you hear the familiar music. You see the sweater. You see the razor sharp blades on the on the hand. And then you see that face that really, really. I did not like when really bad face. it is a really bad face. I, I don't I don't like the makeup in this movie. Yeah. Um, you got really mad with the bedroom scene with him coming out of the wall. I did because, okay, for people who have watched both, the scene where Nancy is sleeping in her bed, which I don't know if it's Nancy in, 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 in the new one. It and is. It is. And Freddie comes through the wall. In the first one, they had kind of like a, uh, trying to think of a word, but the wall was like rubber. 
Mm-hmm. And Robert England actually went in and like stretched it out. It looks amazing. It's from 1984. And this time Super it's, spooky. it's straight up CGI. And it just it just looks really, really it it just looks like a bad cutscene from a video game. Like it just that's it just takes me out of it. And I I was try I'm really, really trying to watch it without any any haste or any anger. Haste. And yeah. But it between that and then the makeup or the CGI on the face, I feel like there was makeup and then they did additional CGI on top of the makeup. I don't know. It's definitely weird. I don't know why, why they did what they did. But you didn't like you didn't like the backstory? No. I did. Because the whole movie, they're like, oh, my God. Did he molest kids? Like, uh, oh my god no he's no, innocent the, no he's Nancy not innocent. and like her pal they're trying to figure out like why they're all connected like why they're all having dreams and then they find out they went to preschool together right and they find out what their parents did which was wrong by the way well yeah you can't burn somebody to death no That's so good for Freddy kill all, kill all them kids they should kill the parents not the kids well take away something that you love the most they're gonna take the kids now listen don't molest the kids. Don't molest anything's wrong. So, okay, murder's fine. But don't don't touch the kids. Oh, my God. That's messed up. It's just... And it's... I, I do have to say, I do feel really, really bad for the actor that played Freddy. He was in that Watchmen movie. He did what he... He did what he could. I thought he did pretty good. He had the voice. I mean, they're to- they told him what to say... Uh, you know, that's what I call a wet dream. That was the only time that I, that. But the crudeness yeah. from the original was in the the remake. Like once or twice, I I do have to say everybody remembers Freddy as this guy that makes all these jokes like "Welcome to Prime Time, bitch" and all that. But a lot of that humor is not in the first movie at all. It's in the sequels. The first original Nightmare on Elm Street is like very dark and and evil, and Freddy is very serious. So, I, if people were getting angry that it's not as comedic as the other ones was, well, neither was the first one. See, So, I guess I'm arguing against my own point. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, you're just arguing with yourself. Yeah. On that one. Oh, here we go. Uh, Jackie Early Harley, that's it. He played I Rorschach. think that you love Nightmare on Elm Street so much that you're blinded. That you don't you don't give the remake a chance. Well, I disagree because Halloween was remade, and I gave that a chance, and I love that remake. A lot of people do not. A lot of people do not, and I don't just like it because it's Rob Zombie. He, I was very nervous walking into that movie theater, seeing that, and I'm like, don't mess up my favorite movie of all time, and he didn't. Whatever. This, I just feel they just. They tried to improve the original story, and it didn't need to be improved. But they did have some really good actors in it, though. At least... Connie Britton. Oh, Connie Britton's great. Connie Britton played Nancy's mom. Uh, as you said, Rooney Mara played Nancy. Yeah, Thomas Decker was... Uh, I don't know if he played Glenn. Like, like um, excuse me. Um, Wait, which one's Thomas Decker? Thomas Decker is the friend that was in the room... When her name's Chris, I, I looked it up. Um, Katie Cassidy's character got thrown oh, around. Yeah, isn't that Den? Oh, not Den. <laughs> Johnny Depp's character. Maybe, <laughs> but that's the thing. It's it's like when I watch this movie, I'm trying to pick out okay who's playing who, 
and I'm not really focused on the movie as much because that's what you do in remakes. You're like, well, who's playing this character? Is this character even in it? What about where's where's Nancy's dad? Why isn't he a cop? Is his, or is, is her mom an alcoholic? And then they like completely take a scene out of the original in the bathtub. Like that was frame by frame too, because well, it's a really good scene. Yeah. So it's like, I just think it was a lot of cut and paste. Let's use some things that worked. Let's change some other things. And it just I think they tried enough. to modernize it. Yeah, I didn't think they needed to modernize it. Why? They, they probably just. I just don't think they needed to remake it. They should have just left it alone. They probably. Hmm. It's just tough. Robert England was on board to do another movie. They didn't even ask him. And now it's at the point where he's kind of old. What I think they should do is if they want to go down that route again, no matter who they pick as the person that plays Freddy Krueger, don't do any CGI up close. Do it all like he's from a distance and he's doing all this crazy stuff. But when it's up close, have actual makeup. I still think it was... Better than what I remembered, but it was still, like you said, I hold the other one so near dear in my heart that it. Uh, I tried to give it a, a chance. I, I was I was yelling a lot at the screen. Yeah, you were. Like a lot. I didn't like when he killed the dog. There is, he does kill a dog. Yeah. That's upsetting. You know, Freddy in the in Nightmare on Elm Street 2, he doesn't kill the dogs. He makes them like they're like... They're demons. He turns them well, into I don't demons. like that either. No, like he lets them like wear people's faces. They're fine. What? It's, it's fine. It's just, it's That's so fucked up. <laughs> it's fine. Everything no, it's fine. not fine. <laughs> oh my god. There's an action figure of it. I'll have to show you. Oh boy. So yeah. anyway, it's over. Yeah. All right. So you can relax. It's over, and apparently there's one more on there. It's gonna make me angry. So we'll I don't say. know. There might be. We'll see. So I, I actually don't, don't remember now the, the choices. This that is I the picked. fun part. I don't know. There, there. You know what? The biggest thing that people get really angry about. There online. There's a big thing about some people that like Scream Four and some people that don't. It's very close. I th- I think Scream Four is great. So I don't understand. They don't like that big twist. Oh, uh, I like, like that. It. Yeah. And I love Scream. Yeah. Well. Yeah, I can give I can give it a chance. It's not a remake, though. It's a sequel. Whatever. All right. So that leads us to our fourth and final movie that we're discussing on this episode. Oh, I don't know what that sound was for. We just finished watching it moments ago, uh, and that is The Slumber Party Massacre from 1982. The. A slumber party. But be on the lookout for an uninvited guest. The Slumber Party Massacre. Close your eyes for a second and sleep forever. You're not going to eat the dead guy's pizza. I feel better already. Really, I do. So, yep, 1982. I have lots of problems with this movie. Oh, boy. Okay. Let's talk about it. So. First of all, I don't think the killer is very scary. He doesn't. He doesn't. Scare me. He looks like he just came like he's working a jiffy loop. He just looks like he drank a lot of coffee and doesn't blink. <laughs> and he just walks around not talking with that stupid tool thing. I don't even know what it, it is. It's, it's, it's like a, a drill. It's or a something. twisty drill that like if if you needed to actually use it, you have to freaking turn it on and it makes a noise. So like you have to be really stealthy if you're going to kill people with it. I don't think he was that stealthy. But I think the uh, the people in the movie were stupid. 
the original concept of of the movie, it's supposed to be a parody of slasher movies. And that's where I think it gets lost. It's so old. I didn't find it funny. It's so well, they're they're making fun of all the uh, I like to say the word tropes, all the horror tropes, of like the girl in the beginning gets kidnapped and put into the van no. Let's see in broad daylight. No, as you said. I said two minutes into it, we see tits. Two minutes and seven seconds. I two paused. minutes and seven seconds. She's already taking clothes off. I was like, oh friggin', here we go. It's just here we go. And then the varsity team <laughs> is playing basketball. And then, of course, they have to take showers afterwards. Let's calm down a little bit. I can't calm down. Well, the varsity I'm team. So, I'm so angry. The varsity team is not very good at basketball. They no. got two baskets in 45 minutes. Like, the one shot wasn't even close now, to the backboard. Now, here's my, here's my thought on that. And then that. they needed to take a shower. Before so they, then they zoom. Before, before we zoom in on the butts. And the boobs and the nipples. I think they were doing the basketball scenes because, like, it was just a bunch of girls dribbling, like, running up and down. In short shorts. In short shorts, yeah. With, like, like, no underwear or, yeah. like, thongs or something. Were thongs around in the 80s, I though? don't know what they wore. It was just ridiculous. And, like, the female cable guy or whatever on the ladder, she's the first one dead in broad daylight in the middle of the school parking lot in a van that has no tinted windows. And she's banging on the back door and they're tw- 20 feet, less than 20 feet. Are there, there's people. Oh, they were busy. No, they were not busy. <laughs> and then when they walk by, she's in the dumpster. She's just lying there in the dumpster. We don't even know what happened to that other girl. They never, we never even saw if he oh, killed yeah. her we didn't in the see school. Her later. I didn't but remember. why she didn't run away is beyond me. <laughs> she sat there looking at the drill coming through the door. Nothing was wrong with her legs. She got it in her arm. She was, okay, she lost a little blood. A little blood? She lost like four pints. But then get up and go and think, get up and run. I think Red Cross was coming over. She had samples. enough energy to make that really powerful scream. She did. That that's, scream that told her exactly where, you know, hey, killer, I'm right here. Come through the door. That's what I think what happened. She used all of her energy in that scream. Oh. oh, gosh. And then I'm like halfway into it. I was like, I haven't seen a slumber party yet. It's right. I knew it was coming. I knew a slumber party actually happens. And uh, yeah. So th- let's have a slumber party. Oh, let's change into pajamas in the living room. So everyone take off your clothes again. I did ask Britt. I said, do girls usually change their pajamas in the living room? I never said, changed my pajamas no. in the living room. I've changed in the living room before. In front of other dudes? Not usually. No. Yeah. I mean, I don't go to many sleepovers. I did not well, like that, sleepovers. Well, then, well, yeah, you never got to that part. You're like, I can't sleep. I'm going home. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Anxiety. Anxiety. <laughs> yeah. So what, what? It was just ridiculous. I just want to cover here. So the film was originally written as a parody of the slasher genre, but was shot as a straightforward horror film instead. <laughs> As a result, it contains more, more humor, but is intended and unintended. There you go. Like the girl that hit him in the head with the bat. Like that was the weakest swing I've ever ah, seen. Fell- it was like a freaking pillow fight. Yeah. And he fell to the ground for like 0.2 seconds and then got up and stabbed that other girl. She could instead of running out the door, the girl had a knife. She could have stabbed him. 
Oh, I can't say what I would do in this situation, but I would hope that I would at least try a little harder than some of the things that happened in this movie. The only good part of this movie is the pizza. That was really, really great. Because so, I would have considered eating it. So they ordered pizza. They're waiting on pizza, and that's where Ish is about to go down. Mm-hmm. Doorbell rings. It's the pizza man. They open it up, and he has two giant drill holes in his eyes. Mm-hmm. And falls forward. They all scream 17 times. And later on, he's laying on the floor still with the pizza. And the one girl is like, I'm getting kind of hungry. And the other one's like, yeah, me too. And then she grabs the pizza. She's like, you think he's, is? oh, yeah, he's dead. And then they take, they cover him up. And then they take the pizza box and put it on top of him and start eating pizza. Yeah. It's great. Pizza's getting cold. Gotta eat it. I mean, there's some smart choices. No, they did, there weren't. They did kill the killer. Did they? I lost track. Well, I mean, of there's what a sequel, happened. and then there's a third one. No, this sequel is actually really fun. I don't think the third. Oh one's my god! Good the enough. girl in the car listening to the radio broadcast. <laughs> she turned it off. Yeah. Like, why would you turn off an important message like that about a serial killer? Because nobody Ugh. cares, man. I can't even. But with this be- movie. before we finish up and talk about ratings and everything, <gasps> I'm sorry, guys. That had. That was no linear explanation of the movie at all. I just got really mad. <laughs> I, just, I I think I'm calm now. I just want to read you the very quick short synopsis of Slumber Party Massacre 2. Why? The film follows Courtney, a character introduced in the previous film, as she and her friends are attacked by a supernatural killer with a power drill guitar. Stop the story. Stop. You have to watch it. I'm not watching it. You have it. to watch it. I'm really it. not. But the guitar no, is no, so no, cool. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Maybe next time. No, there's not going to be a next Maybe time. Maybe next Halloween. Really? No. Anyways, so let's get into the ratings of the films. I got all my handy dandy iPhone. Okay, so Casper, 1995, rated PG. So right, definitely a kids movie, right? PG. Now, this is uh, one of my podcasts talks about this the nostalgia bump, meaning obviously Rotten Tomatoes wasn't out in 1995. So sometimes it's hard to base movies off of ratings that are, you know, older. So the audience score has 49%. The tomato meter, the critics' rating is fifty percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, so it's pretty close. It's like half. Yeah, it's half for both ratings. I say, yeah, watch Casper. Do it. Do it. Now, Casper is uh, part of the thirty-one days of Halloween on uh, Freeform. So, yep. So check it out on Freeform on demand, and uh, also, I mean, you can rent it too, right? Up next is Jennifer's Body, which Ugh. was rated R. If I had to say which movie was better between Jennifer's Body and Summer Party Massacre, I would obviously pick Jennifer's Body. Wow. I would. That's shocking to me. I know. So Jennifer's Body from 2009, it is rated R. The audience score gave it a 35 percentage. That's actually pretty high. Tomato meter for the critics response is 45 percent. I actually have it on DVD. Got a a goodwill, baby. Ugh. Thank you to the person who donated it. You can watch it on Prime Video for free um, with IMDb TV. So it does have ads, but it's unedited and all that. So A Nightmare on Elm Street, the 2010 remake, has two scores here. We're going to do the audience score. Wait, wait, wait. And you didn't meter. say what it was rated. It's rated R for garbage. 
<laughs> well, I'm going to tell you the audience score is 43%. Okay. Do you want to take a stab at the critics score? I think the critics score is very low. I'm going to go 19. That is high. 15%. And honestly, I was close with 19. Honestly, I think that's them being nice. <laughs> so that's rated R. You can find that on Peacock if you have a Peacock subscription. Or you could just not watch it. Or you could not watch it. Okay. I think go into it with an open mind. Yeah. All right. And last, uh, Slumber Party Massacre, or The Slumber Party Massacre, is <laughs> rated R from 1982. Uh, it's available on Shudder. We just watched. Uh, I think it was also jumping around on Tubi for free. Um, audience score, tomato meter, very, very, very close. Uh, I'm just going to say uh, 46%. That's much higher than I would give it. Yeah. Um, my opinion, um, not as good as I remembered. And I only watched it for the first time a few years ago. So maybe I watched the first and second back to back and put them together. Because I really do like the second one. I don't know why. You haven't watched it. I don't need to watch it to know. So we had four more spins. We're going to do another four spins and have another episode of the Hollow Wheel. Um, the, we'll tell you what the next spin is cause that's what we did last time. And yep. the next spin is the Omen, which I'm really excited about watching. I don't think I've ever seen it, which is why I decided to put oh. it on the wheel. Um, really quick. Um, uh, just want to say there's a lot going on. I'm posting a lot on social media, uh, a lot of good original movies, a lot of not good original movies. I'm looking at you, Netflix. We did just watch uh, Muppets Haunted Mansion, which I loved, um, there's interactive special on Netflix uh, called Escape the Undertaker with the New Day and the one and only Undertaker from WWE. Uh, Lego has their own special on Disney Plus, eh. which was okay. But the Christmas special was better. This is the big week of all awesome things coming. And I'll just say this before we go. So starting October 12th, which will probably be after I post this episode. Right, I was just going to say that. Yeah. Chucky, the TV series, will be on Sci-Fi and USA. Lonnie got really excited with that one. Then, also on the 12th, the movies that made us season three with Friday the 13th, Halloween, and Nightmare on Elm Street-centered episodes will be on. Wow. Which is awesome. Wednesday, October 13th is the new Disney Plus show, R.L. Stein's Just Beyond, which I'm really looking forward to. And then on Friday the 15th, we have two new shows coming. So on sci-fi, it's Day of the Dead based on George A. Romero's movie from the 80s, the um, one of the zombie films in the Night of the Living Dead franchise, Day of the Dead. And I know what you did last summer. They're relaunching it, and that's going to be on Prime Video. And what tops it all off also on Friday, October 15th, Halloween Kills, which will simultaneously be on Peacock and released in theaters. And, of course, I'll be there Thursday night. At 7 p.m. watching it. Nice. Keep looking at all the socials because Matt does post a lot. So things that you might be interested in watching this spooky season. And like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. And Instagram. Go back and listen to our other episodes. Can I say it now? Yeah. The movie. A spooky, scary skeleton shouts, darkling, shrilly screams. They'll sneak from there's a couple of girls and just won't leave you be. <laughs>